This is episode number 93 and today on the show we're talking all about adrenal fatigue. Welcome along, I'm Nicholas Smith, your personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. Now each week I bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true health and well-being and ultimately help you lead a life that energizes and inspires you. Now today I want to talk all about the 21st century syndrome of adrenal fatigue. Now, a year or so back, adrenal fatigue was a huge buzzword and everyone in the world of holistic medicine and fitness and well-being was talking about the condition and I personally was one of them because this is something that I've been through and this is something that I'm helping a lot of people with and it was, I think, almost three years ago now, it seems like time's flied by, that I delved really deep into this and this is where FDN, the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Um, led me down the path of helping me heal my body from the inside out and one of the big things about this which I'm something I'm going to be going into is why it is becoming such a 21st century stress syndrome and why it is so common and as we're squeezing more and more into our daily lives I'm seeing it become more and more common and people are starting to become more aware of it, I think, but that's not necessarily meaning that they're starting to fix it as well. And it can take some time to help your adrenals recover and to help them repair, but we're all looking for that kind of quick fix. And I was one of those people as well, was putting my hand up to take one supplement that would fix this and that would be all be done. But it takes time. You've got to think how long it takes for your adrenals to get fatigued. They're designed to handle stress, and so they're designed to be able to deal with it, but when we're constantly applying it, and then we don't even change the lifestyle with the environment that we're putting our adrenals in, they can't recover and they can't repair themselves. We need to change the environment, we need to change the lifestyle, we need to change the food, we need to change the circumstances that have led us to get fatigued, and we need to work out why, we need to delve deeper, and then we're able to repair and we get the results on the other side. But like I said, a lot of people are looking for that quick fix and they're not taking control of it themselves. And I put my my hands into a practitioner to help fix me and we kind of do that thing where we, we turn up to a practitioner. Maybe it's you're turning up to your osteopath or your chiropractor and you're turning up to them every two weeks. You're paying them money and you're getting them to fix a problem with your shoulder or with your hip but you're not putting the work in yourself to fix it on the other side. So you're happy just to turn up each and every week to pay that money over to make that practitioner rich, but you're not putting in the work. And I feel adrenal fatigue is is a similar kind of thing. And and so many different illnesses are like this. You know, we head to a doctor to get a a medicine to fix a problem, but we're not willing to put in the work on the other side. And I'm not saying I'm not one of those people because I certainly, certainly have been, but it's, one of those things that we need to take ownership of our own health and we need to understand that our body is the most intelligent tools that we'll ever own and this is our only body that we'll ever own and the only lifetime that we'll ever own and it's about really taking care of it, understanding why we've got this fatigue, dealing with the issues, dealing with the environment we're putting our body in and getting to the root cause of the problem, whether it's food, whether it's stress, whether it's emotional, whether it's environmental, 
we need to delve deeper and then we need to put that work in to fix it. So adrenal fatigue, like I said, has been referred to as the 21st century stress syndrome and a lot of, a lot of people out there um, knock it and say that it, you know, it's not something that real but in it or um, that it's um, something that's made up and it can be a lot of um, talk and people kind of self-diagnosing themselves and yes, it can be hard to diagnose but it can also be quite, um, I don't want to say the word simple, but in reality it is a simplistic, holistic approach that can fix it. And it means just simply slowing down and there is no such medicine that can fix it. It is about dealing with what's going on in, in, in your life to bring the balance and harmony back into it. And so research, there's a research study, and I'll put a link to all the links that I talk about in this in the show notes so you can get a hold of them but this research suggests that 75 to 90 percent of the visits to GPs that this year were related to stress and results from a New Zealand survey in 2012 showed that one in five Kiwi workers struggle with work-related stress and one out of every 10 were unhappy with their work-life balance and so there's a link to this review in the show notes. And so this is something that's really familiar, and this is why I wanted to talk about it so much for today's show. In this podcast, I want to discuss what adrenal fatigue actually is, and why, and its collection of different signs and symptoms, and also look at ways in which you can combat adrenal fatigue and restore the balance in your own body. Because I personally believe that almost everybody has suffered from adrenal fatigue at some stage, whether it was acute or more chronic, or how deep it was or how long it lasted, is going to be completely dependent on the body. But our adrenals are designed to handle stress, and we've all handled stress at some point in our life. And again, whether it's environmental, emotional, food-related, stress-related, all these things can have an impact and it could be really short term or it could be that you've been suffering from this for some time and the way to deal with that is to look at all aspects, all the different systems and look at your body as, as holistically. And in a healthy person, we so first what is adrenal fatigue? Adrenal fatigue is characterised by a collection of signs and symptoms that's caused by the adrenal glands functioning below what the necessary level, and this can often be because they have burnt out and they've had to work overtime. So these um, adrenal glands, they're a walnut-shaped gland that sit just above your kidneys, and the adrenal glands are responsible for the release of hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline. In healthy people, when the body experiences stress, whether it's emotional or physical, the adrenals kick into action, and this is when they start sending out hormones in this fight-or-flight response in which the body has to deal with stress such as regulation of energy production, heart rate, and immune function. So when the people are functioning normally, they they might be getting, um, this is when the adrenals are functioning normally, but for those people who are frequently stressed or suffer from chronic health problems or have a poor diet, or a poor lifestyle that they're putting their body into each and every day, their adrenals weaken and they become really overwhelmed because because of the constant exposure to the stress that they're getting day in and day out. 
and as a result they fail to create and send out the important hormones that the body needs because they're not able to keep up with the demands. And this doesn't mean to say, because what actually happens is like a bell-shaped curve is the hormones will be pumping out the cortisol and the adrenaline to keep up the demands. And that bell-shaped curve, when it's at a peak, this could last a week, it could last two months, it could last a couple of years, depending on the person, the genetics, um, and the history of the person. And that, that bell-shaped curve could last for quite some time. And you've probably all kind of experienced that kind of um, bulletproof stage in your life where, you know, you're juggling three jobs, you're able to exercise every single day, you've got the stress of everything coming in, you're studying for exams, you you know, you just, you're bulletproof, you're out on the weekends drinking and you can just handle everything. And that kind of, that could be the top of the bell-shaped curve where you're just, you're coping with everything that's coming your way and you're just bulletproof. But then that often, then the body can only handle that for some time and this is when that bell-shaped curve starts to come down and your adrenals have been pumping out the hormones that needs to keep up with this life that you're leading, but then eventually they start to fatigue and they just can't keep up with it. And sometimes the most obvious symptoms for fatigue, if you if that time was really short, say you've had a manic weekend, if that time was short when you're pumping out all those um, stress-related hormones, but then you follow that up with a restful week and you balance things out and you eat and you nourish the body, then you're able to relieve those symptoms of fatigue. But if that's more chronic and you've been going more long-term, this is when it starts to catch up on you and that tiredness especially becomes present really early in the morning or mid-afternoon regardless of how good your sleep has been the night before. And so common symptoms of adrenal fatigue is feeling stressed or overwhelmed or really run down, difficulty bouncing back from being stressed or being ill, requiring stimulants like coffee or um, chocolate to keep your energy levels up, lack of libido, craving salty or sweet snacks, weight gain, struggling to lose weight, feeling lightheaded or weak, poor memory, foggy thinking, poor concentration, lack of drive to do the things that you enjoy. So, and the list is quite huge, but as you can see, these are signs and symptoms of adrenal fatigue are pretty kind of broad, but they can also be linked to a whole lot of other health issues. So this is why it's really hard to diagnose and often these symptoms are considered kind of normal in the population. And there's another kind of graph and um, that I like to talk about, and it's a wellness graph. If you imagine a speedometer in a car and where zero is, and then you've got 180 kilometers per hour. So one, so zero is when you are kind of at your in bed, you're hit rock bottom and you're feeling pretty rubbish and you're almost, um, you know, you can't get out of bed, so that's feeling pretty rubbish. Then you've got your 100k, 90k at the top. This is kind of normal. This is where you might be experiencing those symptoms that I just talked about. And this is where a lot of people hover around. They're tired, they're busy, they're exhausted, they get sick, they recover, they... Um, have coffee, they have sugar, they're just kind of tracking through life in and out and this is kind of a normal kind of state of health today in the 21st century world but then we've got this whole other um, half of the speedometer from 100k's to 180, 200 depending on your car and obviously you don't ever hit the speed but there's this whole other stage of wellness and 
when you you know you're, you're thriving, that's when you're hitting that kind of the other side of the speedometer, and and this is where a lot of people are missing out. And I hovered a lot around the normal, and always hovering around the normal, and. There are times when I'm, I go back to just normal and there are times when I go back to thriving and my goal is to constantly be pulling myself more to this thriving zone so that I don't go the other side of the speedometer and I guess the point is that a lot of people put up with being this normal range and I want you to thrive so I want you to join me in thriving so that you're working on all aspects of your health so that you're spending more time in this thriving zone and yes there's going to be times when you you fall off the wagon and you go back to normal and you get sick and you get cold and you have days when you're exhausted and that's fine but then you're doing things to pull yourself back to thriving again so when it comes to adrenal fatigue there are four discrete stages of fatigue and this characterizes like the the gradual progression that happens and the closer you are to stage four the more intense and the more damaging the adrenal fatigue can kind of get on your body so the first stage is the beginning stage and this is kind of the alarm phase of so stage one this is the stage when the body's first initial reactions to the stresses in your life turn up and this could be from an event or something that makes you feel a little nervous or stressed such as an exam a job or even something like uh, um, a blind date or an interview that you're turning up to. And so when you experience an increased state of arousal or alertness, as your body goes through this normal stress reaction, your hormones such as adrenaline, insulin, DHEA, a natural, ster- a natural steroid, and cortisol will be elevated. And this is the normal response to stress that happens. And this is not a trigger to full-blown adrenal fatigue is this is something that's designed in your body to occur multiple times so that you begin to see the symptoms and this is something that when you experience this you've got this heightened alarm phase this can affect your sleep patterns or intermittent tiredness like you know if you were to go out and have a late night and you've just been talking to all these people and you've had a really awesome night but then it takes you quite some time to unwind this is kind of something that that's that sort of reaction happening. But if you were to do that all the time, you notice how this could creep up on you. So this first phase is something that's naturally designed to be there. You know, our bodies are designed to handle this sort of thing all the time. But then you allow yourself to come back from something like that. And this sort of experience, how you react to it might be completely different to somebody else. So, for example, an exam might be not stressful for you but it could be incredibly overwhelming for somebody else and could take a week to recover for somebody else. So every single one of us is different and how we react to certain circumstances is completely dependent on the person and some of us can handle more stress than others. So then stage two is kind of a continued alarm phase and during this stage you are likely to reach more for like a cup of coffee or you're more likely to reach for caffeine because you're starting to experience that kind of feeling of overworked adrenals. And this is when your endocrine system, such as your adrenals, are located and it works like clockwork to produce your hormones that you need to respond to the stress. But in doing so, the levels of DHEA and the other sex hormones start to decrease 
allowing for all the effort to be put into the production of the stress hormone such as cortisol. And this is called pregnenolone steel, when your body's starting to actually steal um, cortisol from other pathways of your body so that it can keep producing the cortisol for the stress that your body's continuing to be exposed to. So it's common for people in stage two to start feeling wired, really tired, or really, yeah, that kind of just can't kind of get on top of things, and that kind of feeling alert throughout the day, but then as soon as you get home, you completely crash, or you might wake up in the middle of the night as well. So your whole circadian rhythm starts to get affected as well as your energy and your thrive and your motivation. So then it comes into stage two, and this is, sorry, stage three, and this is more of a resistance phase. And so in this stage is where people really start to see adrenal fatigue affecting their quality of life. And so also they're able to maintain everyday activities such as work and household and social commitments. They start to kind of see a drop in their just motivation and enthusiasm. And so generally people in this phase start to feel regularly tired. They're starting to kind of really lack interest and energy and they're consistently getting sick. Um, lack of libido and this is where they're really starting to feel their endocrine system continuing to produce um, the stress hormone cortisol at the expense of their sex hormones. Then we've got stage four and this is the real burnout phase. So that by the time people hit this phase the adrenal glands are really overworked and the body simply runs out of ways to produce the sex hormones and this results in the to, to result in the levels of more cortisol being produced. And this begins to really decrease because the body can't keep up with the cortisol demands. That whole bell curve is really struggling now. And so now is when we see both the stress and the sex hormones getting depleted. And the bottle it, it literally burns out from this constant stress. And this can result in real extreme tiredness irritability, depression, anxiety, weight loss and just a real general lack of enthusiasm and dullness about life. So those are the four kind of phases. We've got the um, beginning phase, the alarm phase, then the continuing alarm phase, resistance phase and burnout phase. So every single one of these phases is giving your body's giving you warning signs to start to pay attention and those little warning signs are really important for you to listen to and to start to really understand your body and what's going on and starting to adapt and change circumstances and things that's causing this fatigue to happen because if you don't that's when you continue to go down this path so how do you know if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue some people can have an episode of adrenal fatigue and kind of recover really quickly and like I said it's really common and most people have experienced adrenal fatigue at some point in their life and there is definitely tests available that can sample throughout the different stress hormones. And this is what I do through FDN. But this doesn't mean this is something that you have to be doing um, to diagnose your adrenal fatigue. This being able to listen to your body and work out what's going on and then get to the root cause of that is something that you can do when you start to take ownership of all the different things that are going on in your life. But if you are somebody who wants black and white tests, then that's certainly something that I help out with doing the FDN testing as well. So you just get in touch if, that's, if you are that kind of person. So there's certain common signs that you can look out for. First one is that you can't sleep. 
you're having trouble sleeping is a real classic sign of adrenal fatigue. So you want to try and reset your whole circadian rhythm. So you want to get to sleep by 10 p.m. at the latest. And this is really late, if you ask me. I like to be asleep by 9 p.m. So I'm getting going to bed at 8.30. And this helps reset my body. And then I'm rising up as the sun comes up, which is about 6.37 as the light comes into the room. So this is giving me a good 9 hours to 10 hours sleep per night. And too often we underestimate the power of sleep. And people who are fatigued and with adrenal fatigue, I, I believe should be aiming for a good 9 to 10 hours sleep per night. And then once you kind of recover from that, then it's when you can kind of get away with less. But if you are someone who's fatigued, then getting sleep is one of the most powerful things you can do. And the more you can get, the better. So getting to bed and resetting that circadian rhythm and that clock is really important. You want to make sure that you're sleeping in a really dark room to help stimulate the production of melatonin. Melatonin is only produced when cortisol drops and cortisol responds to light. So if you've got any light in your room, especially blue light, it's going to affect your production of melatonin and cortisol. So a dark room, dimming the lights in your room is really powerful and I like to use um, salt lamps in the bedroom. And these not only help like dehumidify the air, they you can put little oil drops in the salt lamp and you can put like lavender to help you fall asleep much easier. Um, it helps make the air much more healthier and it also gives off the orange hue light which helps with the production of melatonin, helps you wind down. So those crystal salt lamps are incredible for you to have in your bedroom with absolutely no electronics, nothing in your bedroom. Your bedroom should just have um, a light source and a, with an orange kind of light in your bed. So your bedroom is for sleeping. Um, and then, so no cell phones charging, no nothing, just making sure your room's really dark. Then making sure that throughout your day you get the bright light in your eyes from the daylight because vitamin D, which is, helps... Um, with, with is something that we're lacking and vitamin D comes through sunlight but vitamin D also is going to affect um, also needs the contrast of the light in the dark as well so vitamin D helps with your adrenals and helps with your cortisol production as well and so making sure you get that contrast of really light and dark in your day is really beneficial to help you um, help with your adrenal function and help with your sleep Another sign and symptom that you could have adrenal fatigue is that kind of real dark circles under your eyes. And when you're stressed or emotionally drained or dehydrated, this can affect your body's circulation. And this results in real dark circles which can be seen through the thin underlayer of the skin. And this can be, can be accompanied by a sunken look and can, can suggest more serious problems, but um, often just that kind of tired eyes and this is something that I know instantly that I get straight away and sometimes it can take months for it to disappear from just one stressful, um, overwhelming weekend for me. And But this is just, that's just what my body does, so I accept that and I just deal with that and then get back on track. Um, the other thing that can be a sign is that your menstrual cycle is completely out of whack with adrenal fatigue. There is often issues with your thyroid. And like I talked about before, as your sex hormones get stolen and destroyed through that whole pregnenolone steal, which happens because your body's trying to produce more cortisol, so your sex hormones get affected. 
and this is not something that can be fixed with a magic pill and this is something that can only be fixed by balancing your hormones, balancing your circadian rhythm and this is about addressing your entire lifestyle holistically. So that includes your diet, your stress, your sleep and your exposure to um, chemicals in your, in your like endocrine disrupting chemicals, chemicals in your skincare and everything. So you're making sure that you're looking at every aspect of your health then um, another sign is that your life has become really overwhelming. I know that when I get really um, fatigued, I get overwhelmed um, by little things or just things become really stressful when I should be able to deal with it. And most people who suffer from adrenal fatigue are overwhelmed just simply by their day-to-day lives and have an inability to handle, not be able to handle stress or too much change. And this emotional stress can often mean that they put their own self-care at the bottom of the list and this just heightens the load on the adrenals and speeds up your overall depletion as well. I also at that same time become really reckless and really clumsy when I get really stressed and exhausted so I'll you know bump into walls and do silly things and drop glasses and just become quite blonde <laughs> but it is because I'm exhausted. Um, the other feeling is that you kind of get really sore and achy and this can be a, a case that your hormones are again out of whack and it can take you a long time to recover from um, certain exercise bouts or your adrenals are getting exhausted because your cortisol has just taken a massive nosedive. So this can result in feelings of like stiffness and achy joints or kind of like a real puffiness appearance. Um, then another sign of symptoms is that you're experiencing like your upset gut all the time, digestive issues. And when we get stressed, this can result in an unhealthy gut. It can affect your gut biome and your gut bacteria. And you don't have to look far to find reason to believe that. Just that whole, like, when we get nervous, we get, um, you know, that kind of gut reaction. And when when I get nervous, that's, you know, straight away the, the toilet gets used quite a lot or... When you're nervous and you, you you have to your gut gets is connected to so many things and bloating and poor digestion or you know if you go on a trip and you have to get up early in the morning and your whole circadian rhythm's affected and then your digestive system gets affected on that day. So when we upset that whole um, ecosystem and environment and everything gets um, changed, then it can affect your digestive system. And so again, this can then affect your adrenals as well because that, that's they're all connected your your digestive system is like your second brain so those are some simple signs and symptoms there's way more of them but if you think you're at risk of like suffering from adrenal fatigue because anyone can suffer from it and can experience it from a high rising CEO, CEO to a professional athlete to a stay at home mum or to a student it doesn't matter how old you are or even if you are the healthiest person, you can still have times where you express this condition and you may have had it in the past and you might have relapses. It's just one of those things that our body's designed to handle stress and the more and more our life gets more stressful and more modern and more chaotic, the more common that it's going to be that we burn out from all the stress and our body trying to keep up with the demands of everything. So if you're suffering from this or you think you have or you're suffering from any kind of illness or tragedy 
or dramatic change in lifestyle, this is going to affect your um, stress hormones as well, and it's also going to drain your adrenals too. But then there's also going to be certain lifestyle choices that you make on a day-to-day life that can affect the adrenal function too. So poor nutrition, if you are abusing certain substances, if you're abusing coffee, um, certain allergies to food, lack of sleep, real high-pressure job situation or lifestyle situation, some kind of chronic illness, um, having to do um, repetitive medications that that affect your gut, Um, chronic illness, said that, so repetitive like infections such as pneumonia or stuff that where you require antibiotics all the time, unhealthy relationships, um, pregnancy fatigue, all of these things can place demands on every aspect of your health and not only just your adrenals. So medical treatment can also affect your adrenal fatigue function as well so like corticosteroids can be formulated to help um, like skin problems and things but then this can also affect your gut biome at the same time and whilst taking something like that might address one issue it can also have a knock-on effect to um, overwhelming something else so when we take that band-aid approach to one thing it can have an overwhelming effect on another thing so it's important that you don't go with the band-aid approach for something like this or for all aspects of your health for that matter. You want to be looking at why is this turning up, what's causing this and how do I get to the root cause of it and balance things back out. Because when you do take that band-aid approach, it's well and truly going to come back to bite you even bigger or nastier with something else. So your body's constantly giving you little whispers to start with, little signs and symptoms but we want to pay attention to them. So the way that we want to enhance our adrenal function and start to bring it back on track is to, and to help it recover, is to make sure that we don't get reached to that stage three or four. And it's a slow, long process that does require patience and dedication. And like I mentioned, I'm kind of going through this and there's times where you have rebounds and you just have days when you're completely shattered but then you just pull yourself back up, get yourself back on track and make sure that you get the time and the rest and the proper nutrients and you let your body recover so that you're not constantly depleted and you're constantly just trying to keep pulling yourself to that speedometer where you're thriving. And yes, there'll be times where you might plummet, but then you pull back and then you're bringing yourself back over. And it's always your journey and don't ever compare yourself to somebody else's journey and try and think, oh, I just wish I could be like them because you never know what that person might be going through and they could be at that kind of bell curve sitting at the top where they're just managing everything and then it might come back to to bite them or it might not, but you don't care because you don't ever want to judge somebody else's experiences. It's about your life. So there are some natural ways that you can enhance your adrenal food function so you don't kind of burn completely out. And one of the first ways is to evaluate your lifestyle. This includes all aspects such as your work, social, emotional, family, nutrition and exercise and movement. So ensuring that you've got all of those aspects happening and you've got the balance right. And there might be something that you are doing too much of right now or not paying attention to, but getting that whole lifestyle happening. Next one is ensuring that you're getting an adequate night's sleep and you're getting... A good amount of sleep. So if you are someone who is fatigued, 
I really encourage you to aim for 9 to 10 hours sleep per night just to help rebuild and help the body recover. You can't underestimate the power of sleep. And it's not just about one or two good nights sleep a week. It's about getting really good quality sleep for a consecutive good amount of time. And that could that good amount of time could be a couple of years, just making sure that you're doing it. And then, yes, there's going to be times when you have a really short sleep and you have a bad night's sleep. And for new mums who are constantly having bad night's sleep, those are just times that, you know, you just accept that that's what it is, but you're doing your best to get that sleep. And get in, if you're someone who's tired, get in the naps. Get in the sleep wherever and whenever you can because the power of sleep is huge. Then you want to make sure that you're making sure your body is hydrated daily. So make sure that you're getting good amounts of water in because every single cell and um, reaction your body requires hydration. So you want to make sure that you're getting the hydration in, but also getting the minerals in too. So don't forget to add that pinch of Himalayan salt to your water each day too to help the water get through to the cells, get that osmosis reaction and help hydrate the body properly. Then increase your electrolytes and minerals from the food, such as like bone broth and fermented vegetables. Make sure you're getting in all that nutrient-rich food. Increase your amount of vitamin C. Adrenals need vitamin C, and so make a real solid attempt to load up on that vitamin C-rich food. And this might mean you take a supplement with vitamin C, and it might mean that you just load up on your citrusy fruits and really get that in there. Also along with vitamin D as well, and vitamin K is really important. There's some good supplements for that, and I've got links in the online gym about all the different types of supplements that I recommend and the brands too, which ones to go for. Then ensure your diet is really packed with nutrient-rich foods and create a balance in everything and anything that you do. When you look at your day-to-day life, don't kind of look too far ahead or, to, or look at the past, try and look at creating ideal days in front of you and then taking ownership of those days and taking ownership of where your health is at right now and looking at little ways that you can make each day better. So when we experience adrenal fatigue, it doesn't mean that your body's going to continually suffer as a result whenever you get stressed and that you'll never be able to handle stress. It's just a warning sign from your body that you need to start getting the balance right. Treat it as a blessing in disguise and something that is allowing you to wake up to the stressful life that you're living and just start bringing your awareness to leading a more balanced, happier, fulfilling life. And that little sign or symptom of adrenal fatigue is is just going, oi, oi, this isn't quite what we signed up for. Let's slow down, let's get more happy, let's get more movement, let's start doing more of the things we love. And, yeah, it's really powerful when we do start to pay attention to our body and when we start to take ownership of it and, and not look for that quick fix. And like I said, most people experience adrenal fatigue at some point and your goal is to not let it get chronic. And just to know that it's part of part of um, part of you, and and what you're able to handle in stress is quite different to somebody else. So you want to promote really healthy adrenal function function all of the time, and this comes through maintaining good health practice each and every day. And if you have times when it's really stressful and you get really overwhelmed, then you do what your body needs on the other side to help support the adrenals and pull it back. 
Your adrenals secrete hormones, and if they're not functioning correctly, this can imbalance and play a huge havoc on all other aspects of our life. And so with each increment of reduction in your adrenal function, every other organ can be affected. And so we want to stay on top of this all the time. And this involves staying on top of our overall health and well-being, our lifestyle, the environment we're putting on, and understanding that our body is a system of systems and absolutely everything is connected. And your goal is to thrive in this life and to be incredible and to go out there and lead a life that energizes, inspires you. And so if you're constantly doing something that exhausts you and you're constantly stressed and you're eating bad food and you're not being the best person that you can be, well, this is going to have an effect on your adrenals and on your stress hormones and on every other aspect. So use this as a little, if you, if you do think you have got adrenal fatigue and you do think this is something you're, you are experiencing, then treat it, like I said, as a little blessing in disguise, a little sign of symptom from your body that it's time to get more balance and get more um, awesomeness happening in your life and start bringing yourself back to that thriving zone on that speedometer. And like I said, don't panic if you have times where you just plummet and you fall back. That's normal. But you're getting the tools to know better and to be able to keep pulling yourself back to that zone of thriving. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you are someone who's been suffering from adrenal fatigue or you're wanting more help with this, please don't hesitate to get in touch, because this is something that I'm helping clients with all the time, especially like the FDN testing, if it's something you want to get into. But like I said, you don't need it to really get on top of that health and just looking at every other aspect. So just remember, there is no better time than right now for you to start living a life that energizes and inspires you. So go out there and do something great today.